oh, that was the closing line forever right there. I'm going to like Boom practice sauce. that. I'm going to practice that. Are you immersed in a sea of business advice and education, but not sure what to embark on first? Instead of adding to the ocean of information, we're here to help you navigate it like a pro. The Wayfinding Growth Podcast will help you take a deep dive into new actionable strategies, tools, and tactics to help you grow. So start charting a course for business growth as you explore a better way to grow further, faster, with your hosts, Remington Begg and George B. Thomas. So we are here once again to now deconstruct, maybe is the word Remington, the actual episode, last week's episode of Owen Video and Video for Sales. But before we dive into that, how are you doing today? Dude, I'm doing great. So deconstructing or, you know, unpacking, it could be a lot of different things, but I am pretty stoked about the fact that we get to talk about what we thought about previous episodes because boy, there was a lot of information that was shared. Yeah, there was a ton of information, especially in this episode. And it's funny because I remember in the episode, even stopping and being like, Hey, you remember when you thought it was weird that we were going to break down episodes? Like, this is why. And yeah. so why don't we, why don't we go ahead and get into this? It is, of course, the episode that was Owen video. Um, he was amazing. The topic was around the sales team, uh, and video. And, and the topic is so valuable to companies today. Um, and remember, if you want to connect with Owen, it is the video spot. Dot net. Uh, what are your initial thoughts of the actual episode, Remington? Yeah, so I think he's a, you know, I think he's a super funny guy. Um, I, I think I would have to try too hard to be as funny as he was, but then I'd still have to actually provide information. Uh, but what the, I think as a super high level, it was really cool to hear him talk about video because it was so much from a salesperson's point of view. Um, it was, it was super authentic. And he, you know, obviously he's a sales guy because he was like, bam, 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 bam. This is what you should be going after. But the, um, but the big, the big thing is it was 100% from the salesperson's lens. Um, and I think a lot of times you hear about marketing from the marketer's lens. So that was really refreshing to hear a different point of view. Yeah. I mean, he did say Remington himself, like if I rewind and play a clip, he says, look, I'm a salesman at my core. And what I like is he's probably one of the best examples of what I would call uh, an inbound sales guy, a type of sales guy that companies would be begging for at, at this point in time. Because my general overthought of the interview was it was amazing. You brought up his humor. But it was amazing to me how it was humor and education and sales for the entire interview. Yeah. Um, and and, and the, the, the difference is if you, if you look at somebody besides how Owen did it, a lot of times you can just tell when somebody like flips a switch and goes into sales mode. And how does that make you feel when you literally know like, oh, the conversation, it, it just went to sales mode. Yeah. Oh, now he's selling me. No, it's true. Yeah, he was, he, and it was like perfectly woven. Like it was like, it was super scripted, but I don't think anything about that guy's life is scripted. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to really check out Owen video. Like I like following him on Facebook. The other night he did this thing where he was dressed in a robe and he was like doing this, like, I'm a thought leader, like video. And it was, 
freaking hilarious. I can only imagine like his wife and his kids living in that house. But uh, <laughs> if if you just watched the last episode or listened to the last episode to see how he was very transparent, very authentic, very himself, but educational and salesy at the same point. It's super, super worth just that educational piece. But, but Remington, we moved into um, these tools, and I found it very interesting the direction that he went with the tool set. So maybe talk about your thoughts with um, what he mentioned and kind of what was going through your brain in that scenario. So he he was mentioning how he kind of time hacks his editing by like asking his wife to drive, um, which I thought was fun. So he could edit on on the mobile phone. A lot of the conversations he had were around phone and production, and you know I think they were quite um, you know they're all on point. But uh, it was interesting because going into that conversation, I wouldn't have really thought about the phone being a part of those conversations in regards to recording video. Sure, it works for like the one offs. But um, but he he very much was around the mobile publishing and you know getting it out there and everything else. When we talk about tools, um, I'm sure you can agree we use tools and webcams, you know, and in our and our desk, you know, the stuff at our desk to really record these these one-off videos. Um, and a lot of times, maybe not even having much editing, if any. So it was a that was a big difference. So it's cool again to see a different perspective. Yeah, I mean, and you can, we're both, we're both gonna put images of like Remington setup and my yeah. setup. And, and one thing that I want everybody to understand is mobile is awesome. Like there's kind of a couple different tiers that people will think of when they think of doing these videos, especially from a sales point of view. There's like, uh, we got to set up a camera. We got to set up lights. It's got to be super professional. We might not even be in the understanding that we can do insourcing uh, when we're talking about that, but we're really talking about like, let's have a video company come out and do these. Then there's a the thought around, we definitely know we're insourcing. We're using some smart mobile gear. Um, it is still recording and then editing. Um, and, and you can do that recording and editing with smartphones or even like webcams. And again, we're going to show you examples of what Remington and I both use because we literally use webcams. Uh, yeah. And, you know, he mentioned the Joby tripod. I want to even suggest that people would look at like uh, the company's newer N-E-E-W-E-R. Um, they have different arms. Um, I swear to God, I'm like in the Spidey cave. Yeah, Remington is pointing at it. Oh, by the way, let me put your video on. Go ahead and point at it again, yeah. Remington. Because- so, like, so like right here, this arm, which is connected to the microphone, this is one of them. And then, of course, we've got another one set up on with the uh, the Logitech Brio behind the screen. But it's 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 really awesome. And I've actually just ordered two more of them because they're super cheap and. You know, and I have to keep up with you. I mean, let's be honest. No, 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 that, that's not true. But what Remington means by that is my setup, I literally have lights on a boom arm. I have the webcam that I'm looking at right now, which is the Brio 4K on uh, an, an arm, a boom arm. My mic is on a boom arm. Like nothing, I can... I don't have to touch anything. It's all here. Oh, shoot, I'm even nerdy enough that I have like an iPad with like my notes and stuff over here. But but the thing is, you have to create a system in which you can do what the main point I think he was trying to get across was record it and publish it. 
record it and publish it, which to me, Remington, and I want to move into this part of the conversation. It was super interesting to me, and maybe it was because of time. Uh, You know, we only have a limited amount of time. That's why, again, we're deconstructing these, is that none of the conversation was about in-the-moment video creation, a.k.a. personalized video, a.k.a. tools like Vidyard uh, with their Go Video, Wistia with like their Soapbox or something like Loom where you're creating content in the moment for let's say the sales process, right? So let's say somebody's super interested in one of our video workshops and they have a question. What I can do is create a personalized video, even personalize the thumbnail and say something like, hey, Norm, this video is for you. Record it with something like Go Video, Soapbox, or Loom, and then throw it right in their email, send it off, and use their name in the video in the sales process of selling a video workshop. I just realized that got very video meta for a hot second there, but it's all good. But you could even do this in the customer education process. Um, So as an example, Remington, talk about how you have historically made some videos for clients to either explain something or so that they could have it for their leadership team. Sure. So um, from a sales point of view, that comes in a couple different directions. So we use Soapbox primarily. And one of the reasons I like Soapbox is because um, it makes your face as much of a centerpiece as it does the content you're sharing. Some other, some other tools like Loom, put your circle down in the bottom left, and that's totally fine. You know, you could take an email that you're sending out to someone explaining a contract, and anything that's more than a paragraph or two, paragraph should be too long probably, but anything that's, that has to be further expl- explained and has the potential to have to be explained to someone else again within an organization, a video is a super easy way of doing it. So contracts are a perfect example. We'll jump into those contracts. We'll literally give the walkthrough of that contract and do it all on video and then accompany that along with the link to the contract. That way, if you, if I'm not talking to the CEO, but the CEO has to, of course, review it and approve the contract. They get it from me right from the horse's mouth. The other thing is um, for, this is more for client retention. And I spoke about this last week when we were up in Boston was if you're talking about analytics or those things that are a little bit more technical, uh, especially as agencies, take that opportunity to record a video, get your face on screen and talk to people about what you think about their stuff um, and almost use it as like a video voicemail, if you would, in your email. Yeah, absolutely. And so what I want people to realize and what I think Remington and I both want people to realize is there there is these levels of outsourcing video. There's these levels of insourcing video. There's this smartphone video. There's webcam video, meaning in the moment video client retention, sales process. Uh, I mean, heck, you can even take this to some of the streaming services like Facebook Live and your Instagram stories and all of that. You know, one thing that people lose their mind about, this is just like a super pro tip. When I respond to tweets on Twitter via video, it's amazing. People are like, what just happened? Um, So just think about how you can uh, do video. Now, I do want to say that during the interview, um, he talked about Camtasia, he being Owen Video from thevideospot.net. 
See how I threw that in there? Like, I learned that from Owen. I'm just saying, through the process. Um, and he talked about Camtasia. I will tell you that that is a piece of software that I think everybody who is trying to do video, whether it be a screen grab or screen share or some type of thing that you're using your computer to use that software, I definitely think uh, that is a great and, – and even as an editor, like just a basic editor where you can split timelines, move things around, do transitions – and because it's simple, it's easy to learn, and they have kind of uh, drank their own Kool-Aid, if you will, because they have a ton of video tutorials that you can watch uh, and learn on that. So one thing I will say, I did want to share this too, is we've, we, he talked about the C920, the C930, the Logitech uh, webcams. Um, and, and we and mentioned the Brio like shortly. We mentioned the Brio in this episode. For you Mac users out there, I've got to share this because if I didn't share this Remington, I'd feel bad. Drives me bonkers. Yeah, I know it'll go away. I know it's going to get fixed at some point in time. But right now, as we record this, if you have a Logitech Brio and you're on the latest Mac software, iOS, whatever, you have a sliver on the right or the left, one or the two, where it's kind of a repeat of your background, if you will. From the right. Yeah, from the right. And so one of the things you need to realize is when you record using the Brio right now on the latest, now it may change by the time you are listening to this or watching this, you will need to scale up your video maybe uh, 105 or 110% in something like Camtasia or in Premiere. But here's the thing. It does shoot at 4K, so right. upscaling 5 or 10% really doesn't do that much damage. And so those are some things just to think about. What else do you think, Remington, in this section that was charting the course that we were talking about? Yeah. So you talked about Camtasia. Um, I, that's another shout out for the soapbox folks for the most part, other than putting some music behind, um, you know, you could do everything you need to do from soapbox from clipping the beginning and the end to, you know, to switching screens, zooming in the whole deal. Um, they've done a lot of improvements in the soapbox tool, uh, recently even with the editor. So that's been, that's been really great. And then of course I'm a big premiere junkie, um, you know, I'm trying to get a little bit more mobile right now. So I'm using, there's a couple apps I'm testing out with my iPad pro, but you know, the, but premiere seems to be one of those things, especially cause I've got quite the workflow built in where, um, you know, doing these drift videos, I'm at 52 episodes of the drift videos and I literally just dropped a clip in, move some things around and it's real, real quick and dirty. Uh, to get things out. But, um, you know, I think don't get stuck on a tool and making sure you've got all the bylines and all the little pieces. Get the relevant, helpful information out. Don't get hung up on all the stuff. Yeah, it's definitely, again, I'm going to say this because he said it, Owen video from the videospot.net said it numerous times of it's record it and publish it, which by the way, Remington, I didn't know you were trying to get more mobile. I hope you know about Luma Fusion as far as an editor on the mobile device. Listeners, I hope you know about Luma Fusion. I also hope you know about uh, Filmic Pro for recording your videos. Anyway, enough of that knowledge. By the way, I have to address one thing that I said 
in the episode, which as I was listening back to it, I was like, well, that may have easily been the dumbest thing I've ever said in my life or people because because here's the thing. It's dumb if people don't realize how sarcastic I was being. And I really uh, did come off that sarcastic. And that's that I mentioned, you know, our sponsorship on that episode was by us because we have so much free time. No, no, folks, we do not have so much free time. I mean, as Remington just said, he is like on his 50-something drift video, daily videos. I'm doing a HubSpot daily videos. We've got clients. We've got workshops. We've got speaking engagements. It was supposed to be sarcastic, but it sounded like an idiot. Anyway, I had to address that on this breakdown of that show because – I was like, what did I just do? <laughs> yeah, but you know, at the same time, and this is a testament to video. I think anyone that watched the video episode could see you're joking, but the audio listeners probably couldn't tell. So that's a that's the big the big swing. So I have one extra thing too uh, to talk about. So iMovie, dare I say that I use iMovie on the phone um, and on the computer? Like it's not bad if you just want to throw some sound in the background. Um, you know, and it does export, you know, the way you want. It might not be as shiny as all the other tools, but I guess it's just getting it out and getting it going. All yeah, right. definitely. Here's, here's what I'll say before you throw towards uh, the sponsor of this show. Um, with anybody who's a video guy, you probably just lost some street cred, but with anybody <laughs> who's a normal business person, Trying to just get it done, they'll probably love you for that tidbit of information. <laughs> sure. Well, those video guys, those video guys, if they're putting out a daily video, they can talk to me about their workflow and I'll be happy to listen. There you go. Boom. All right. So, George, this week is sponsored by our video workshops that we have at Impulse Creative. Why don't you tell our listeners and our viewers about those and how they can help businesses or companies? Yeah, Remington, definitely. I mean, the video workshops, first of all, they're kind of modular, meaning we can come out for one or two days on location, and we're going to address the major pain points that you have. That's that. Here's the thing. There's a lot of companies out there that might do video workshops, and it's a set of classes that you'll do. And what we want to do is really customize it for you. So maybe you're in the trenches with, we don't have the gear and we need to talk about that before we can even do anything else. Maybe you're in the trenches of, we just can't get it produced. Well, we may come out and do a module where we're actually helping you record some video and then bringing it over to us where we produce maybe the first 10 to 12 videos for you. Maybe you've got a bunch of sales guys and C-level folks who you've tried to do video and you're like, by the way, for those of you listening to this episode, that was a facepalm because (laughs) it just wasn't good enough. We've got a whole section that helps them communicate on camera. There's like 12 things that we cover that once they have that probably hour to hour and 20 minute session, they come over, they get in front of the camera, you as the marketer interview them and you're like, oh my gosh. This is going to be awesome. Anyway, if you're interested in a video workshop, one or two days, if you need to get some videos produced and get them online because, oh, I don't know, you heard some stat about 80% of internet traffic is going to be video-based and you're sitting there with zero, then go ahead and give us a call. 
So the big thing that um, in the conversations I've had with some prospective clients is it's not as much the actual video production as it is creating that video culture. And I think that that's something that everyone has to embrace. And, it, you know, that's one of those areas. Maybe we'll bring them up in uh, our captain killing it. But, you know, there's some companies that are just leveraging video as an organization across the board that are just doing a really great job. And I think that's that's one of the – maybe it's not even on as like a line item of that workshop, but it's definitely a byproduct of it. You cannot leave a workshop with George B. Thomas without being excited. Remington, we're moving into the charting the course, and this is where, you know, Owen talked about really historically where companies are, where companies want to go, their North Star, their journey. What are maybe two things that you pulled out of that section that really just spoke to you, got you going? Sure. Um, He said, in other words, your first one's going to (laughs) suck. And it's just accepting that and getting that first one. I think there's so many people that record. Um, I've talked to a couple of people that I'm like, they're, how are you doing in daily video? Like, and I'm like, well, how many have you done? They're like, oh, I've got 12 to 13 of them. And I, I'm like, where are they? Oh, well, I didn't publish them. Like, that's like keeping a diary of, you know, without, you know, with a purpose of telling like a memoir without actually publishing the book. You know, it's, it's one of those things that you just need to understand and get, get over. So know that you're going to have a doozy and we're going to put a link in. I'm going to put out my own dirty laundry. There's a Key West Express um, website uh, case oh, study yeah. <laughs> where um, if you have to think of Remington as the guy that's on video, you know, all these episodes that I'm doing with drift, everyone's like, you're so natural on video. And I'm like, I never used to be that way. You will see the epitome of like one of the first videos. Um, you've got to check that out because everyone's got a doozy and Owen, you know, Owen video talked about that, that he's got some really crazy stuff on the internet. Now, mind you, I want to try and find some because I think that'd be hilarious, but, but realize that it's going to suck and you just got to get past it. Um, you know, it's very much like standing up in front of a crowd of people. You're going to feel really great after you did it. It's just in the beginning, it's really tough. The second thing, um, I thought he was, it was pretty awesome. He talks about all of his, his real estate clients that he has, how they go out and instead of shooting something in particular, they go out and they do a B-roll shoot. Um, I thought that was really great. So lead with B-roll, you know, have a B-roll day at your agency or at your company or, you know, in your organization, you know, get a, um, you know, we, we have a DJI Osmo if you want to keep it mobile. So you get some nice smooth shots or just get some supplemental shots of a tripod with people interacting with each other. But what I do have to say with that is make sure it's a balance of people having fun, but also people getting stuff done because you want it, you, you know, you want to show people that you're actually, you know, doing work for them in these videos, not having a party unless that's your business. Yeah. So Remington, I want to piggyback on your DGI Osmo, the B roll and just to give you folks a little nugget. It, when you're shooting this, make sure you're shooting at 60 to 120 frames because that's also going to help it be that slow-mo if you want it to be slow-mo or you can compress the time and play it back at normal speed. So it gives you a little bit more flexibility that got a little nerdy for a hot second, but the things that happened in charting the course for me that were super interesting is uh, this line here where Owen said, nobody ever talks about the video they didn't see. And my goodness, that was just for me. I'm like, okay, you might as well just drop the mic. 
episode's over. That's really what people need to know. And and Remington, I'm glad that you were like, hey, I'm going to put this video for people to see. You yeah. could easily Google George B. Thomas HubSpot tutorials and then filter by time over at like the sales lion uh, a- account where I used yeah. to work. And the first one that I ever put out for the, like the first minute and a half, it's a static photo of me leaning against a brick wall and I've got three icons for HubSpot certifications, you know. <laughs> Because fast. I'm a thought leader with like three certifications. It's fast ridiculous. forward to 19 now. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. And and here's the thing, like you're you're watching a stagnant photo in this voice that sounds all tinny and canny, and it's just crazy. It just is really crazy. Anyway, the other part that he said, which by the way, you just gotta you're gonna have some doozies, like Remington said. So just move forward. Um, the other thing he said, though, is it's a different audience than your postcard or your door-knocking audience. If you haven't listened to this episode, go back and just listen to that part because you've got to be ready to adjust and shift. He said each quarter, which is fine. I agree with that, at least at a quarterly basis for most companies. If you are going to be a captain-killing-it person, um, I think Remington shifts daily. I know I shift daily. Like I, I, I quite literally have 101 HubSpot tutorial ideas, but it's dependent upon the like needed information in the moment, which will dictate the video strategy that I'm going to move forward. Which example today, I did a video tutorial on what one might consider sort of a dumb idea, but it's how to upload your logo and favicon into HubSpot. This is for people who are just getting started with HubSpot. For me, it was like, duh, like I've done it 50 bazillion times. But for the person who's doing it for the first time, it's not that easy. Like it's sort of hidden and kind of crazy. But when I went in to do this tutorial, I saw a new switch a new topic about GDPR, which is a hot topic. And I'm like, crap, that's not one of my 101 ideas. I need to pivot tomorrow to have the right conversation with what people are going to need to learn. So quarterly, yes. But if you can get to weekly or daily and understanding your audience and your audience needs, notice I didn't say I didn't create the logo in Favacon video because it was dumb to me. I created it because it was awesome for the audience that I'm trying to get in front of, which is new HubSpot users or any HubSpot users that are trying to achieve what they couldn't achieve before in the platform. Anyway, so that was super interesting to me. And and he talks about, uh, this is the last little piece of the charting the course for me, Remington. You have to go through the pain to get to the joy of video marketing. And that, that to me was awesome. You know, after that, we traveled into the Bermuda Triangle. I'm super curious your thoughts about that section. What did you pull out of that? Yeah. So I think, I think he's got some contempt for that old guy. He talked about that old guy with some passion. Um, I'm wondering if there's, that's an avatar of someone or whether that's legit, like an individual he's thinking of. But um, yeah, I think, I think the old guy could be brought across as not just someone who is actually old, but that old mentality of doing something, but not necessarily thinking about the new ways that could be done. Um, you know, and even as a business owner, it gets really easy to just stay on the rails 
Um, but to your point, pivoting and making sure that we address things are, are really big. I think the legal team, um, some companies that have compliance, definitely you're going to have to worry about the legal team. Um, and, you know, in tutorials nowadays, if you're going to show a screen, you're going to have to worry about GDPR. But like, I think that there's definitely ways around that. And a lot of times it's just, it's not going to be, it's going to be just being mindful of how you change up how you say things and that kind of thing. So um, I, I, see, I see it just as getting that buy-in. Um, and, you know, and the episode we're talking about next week is going to be around uh, with Marissa Smith. And I think that she talks about buying from an organizational standpoint. I think that could kind of tie in here, too. Oh, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And Remington, just let a little bit of a cat out the bag. We are going to do an episode four, people. We've already recorded it. It's going to be coming out, which means we're going to have to do an episode five. Look, we're on a true roll with this. Here's the thing for the Bermuda Triangle for me. Um, and it's funny because you brought up Mr. Wilson from Dennis the Menace, right? And yeah. I do believe, I do believe if you go back and listen to last episode and Owen talking about the old guy, he has a name. I don't know what his name is, but for Owen, it's like Bob. Yeah. I hate Bob. You know, you could totally tell that. And, and I translate Bob or Mr. Wilson into the bottlenecks, the roadblocks, anything that is keeping you from staying nimble. And I don't want to sound like a broken record, but to me, this whole episode boiled down into one thing that kept coming back in different ways is that was find ways to edit fast. Uh, videos are being done for more more reasons than for them to be right. The logo mm-hmm. doesn't have to be six pixels to the left and seven pixels down. The color doesn't have to be a certain way. Like he even talked about like a section where his, his wife was like, you know, is it right? And he's like, nothing about this is right because it's not online. Like that was his thing. Right. Um, and so it comes down to during that Bermuda Triangle, like anything that stops you from being able to shoot it, and upload it. Shoot it and upload it is, are the things that you want to watch out in that Bermuda Triangle. Hey, you know what's fun is you came up, Remington, with a captain killing it for this episode. So why don't you talk to us about that? Yeah, so um, there's been there's been a company that I've been paying attention to. Um, and anyone who's connected to them on LinkedIn probably saw this a few weeks ago. But, um, but the captain killing it this week is, um, you know, DG and his team over at Drift. Um, they've got a live chat tool, which is fantastic. But one of the ways that they did this, talk about, talk about authentic user experiences is they literally got everyone in their entire organization to publish a video about one of their latest product updates and it was absolutely incredible how much they took over my LinkedIn and just about everyone else's LinkedIn. Um, we'll have to find the episode, I believe, on their um, on their Seeking Wisdom podcast. They actually talked about it, how they they basically went viral on LinkedIn. But it was it was pretty impressive to watch and talk about mobile phone videos. Like it was it was all of the employees talking about their product update, you know, on their phone while walking onto the subway or walking down the street or in the office or when one of them was out at vacation. 
And so that's a video culture right there. But, you know, they, they did a really great job and obviously saw a really great result with it. Um, and it was because not only were they doing these authentic videos and getting them out, but they had an entire organization doing it at the same time. So I want to tee you up for hashtag one last thought before I close this out. But I, I had to flip back over to me just yeah. because I have to say in this episode right here, if you did not just hear what Remington said, and if when you heard that thing, it didn't make you go, oh, my gosh, the landscape of what we know as far as the Internet itself has changed. And those were the words that Remington said. They went viral on LinkedIn. <laughs> they went viral on LinkedIn, please, people, understand what that means to the sales process. Understand what that means for video and the use of video on social platforms. Remington, what's your hashtag one last thought for the episode with Owen? So so he, I forget exactly how he said it, but just do it. Like get your content out there. Share. If you think that it should be a video, make it a video. Um, like even the smallest, you know, that, that smallest thought, make it a video, put it out. And that's that video that's going to surprise you. And that's, that's the thing, right? We're going, we're always looking at metrics. We're always trying to measure how great we are, but it's that one video that you don't think would be consequential that actually ends up really making it. And it's really, really powerful. Yeah, definitely. My one last thing, one last thought, hashtag, whatever, is that if you're not doing video, figure out how to do video. Like understand that the sales process has changed, that people want authenticity, they want transparency, they want to deal with a human being in video, whether it be from a webcam, whether it be from a smartphone, whether it be insourced with your Sony or Canon or outsourced. Somehow, some way, make sure you figure out how to record it and publish it. Look, we have some questions for you. We'd love to know if there's other tools that you as a community use. And we'd also love to know what you thought, like what were your major deconstructive pieces of the video interview with Owen? You can email us at, and Remington, WG at impulsecreative.com does come to both of us, correct? I believe it does. Okay. I hope that believe it does means it does because right now we're going to ask you to email us WG at impulse creative with any thoughts, any additional tools. We'd love to carry on the conversation with you, but until next week, it is time for us to set sail. So thank you community. If you need to just reach out to Remington, he's Remington at impulse creative, or I believe Remington bag on the tweeters. I'm George at impulse creative and George B Thomas on the Twitters. If you're listening to this, on your favorite app, then, hey, go over to iTunes just for a short, short second. Leave a rating or review. Five stars is good enough for us. Just saying, because that's all you can actually put in there. And what I'll say, too, is if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit the bell for instant notifications. Until next time, make sure you're doing all you can do to leave the dock of mediocrity and sail into the sunset of success.